Hello and welcome to my podcast. I will be today I will be talking about the mindset of our country and how we need to change. I'll be doing this by reading and analyzing an article by Vox called The Essential Worker Revolution of 2020 Will Not Wait. This article talks about individualism and how we need to change from that. Please enjoy. Uh first let's get into some vocabulary you might need for today. Our first term is individualism. Individualism is a way of life, whether you do things on your own or with a group. If you are an individualist, you will like to do things on your own, and you only care for your well-being, sort of. Essential jobs is the second key term. Essential jobs are jobs that are usually overlooked and seen as not significant, but in the time of crisis, if people were to stop doing these jobs, the countries would fall. Jobs like trucker, grocery store workers, delivery men, these jobs are highly underappreciated in today's society, and these people risk their lives for little pay. Our next term is neoclassical economics. Neoclassical economics is like is the focus on goods, outputs, and income distributions. Another way to put it is supply and demand or goods and services. This type of economics is focused on like those things, supply and demand and goods and services. Now I'll be reading three main passages or three passages I took from the article and then I'll analyze and summarize what I think they mean. Here's the first passage. The idea that every man is an island has throughout neoclassical economics shaped monetary policy around the world since the 1970s. The theory is that each individual is a rational actor making rational choices in rational markets. In an evolution-like process, these, markets force, these market forces naturally result in an equilibrium where things get better and better. If a job is bad, for example, workers will want to leave and the boss will have to improve conditions or pay better if she wants anyone to work for her. Workers and bosses, pr- producers and consumers, they are all equal, with equal amounts of power in the market. It's a cold, pure equation, a natural set of checks and balances. This passage talks a lot about how things like to balance out in the economy, how we only think about these choices, how about choices are rational for us. This way of thinking is not ideal for a country when hit with a pandemic. People need to think about them. People then think about themselves and how they can get through the crisis when they should be thinking about how everyone can get through this. We don't change our way of dealing with things. We will not be able to overcome this. We need to come together and fight with this, fight this with teamwork as a country. Here is the second passage. Americans tend to look at big societal problems and see only individualist solutions. Look at the comments on any article about recent work stoppages in Amazon warehouses or fast food chains advising workers to improve themselves and find a better job if they don't like the one they have. Or the idea that the best thing to do if you don't like the way Amazon treats their warehouse workers is to stop buying things from Amazon. This goes back, I said this goes back to the point of the mindset versus the mindset we need to have. The mindset we have versus the mindset we need to have. We are thinking only for ourselves. The example about Amazon shows how we think this way when advising people to find a job instead of working together to improve the job. The same thinking applies to coronavirus outbreak. Instead of trying to save yourself, work together and save everyone. Third main passage. Every year for the past few years has had a record-breaking number of strikes and walkouts. And it's coalescing into something we haven't seen before this pandemic like the organized walkouts at multiple Amazon warehouses and fast food food mer- franchises simultaneously. There was even a work stoppage by Instacart shoppers and drivers who, like all gig economy workers, are independent contractors, not technically allowed to collectively bargain. In this passage, we can see that the idea of working together to solve a problem being applied. Americans started start 
we, we can see the idea of working together to solve a problem being applied. Americans are starting to remember how to do this. We need to continue to work and think this way. People are starting to realize that there's a better way to solve problems and you usually get a better outcome when you solve problems this way. This is how we need to think, not just the people in the lower levels of economy, but everyone. So how is the individualist way we think imp- impede our rebuilding of the economy? Well, the, invid- the, invid- the individualist way we think means so people only think about the thing they need in order to do for them to make it. The way we go back to normal is if everyone can go back to normal. And if people are only thinking about themselves, a lot of people will not make it. However, we can change the way we think and approach the problem another way. Then we can make it out of this. Well, how should we pay back the people working and risking their lives to keep our country running? I think that they do they that after all they're doing, they deserve more money and higher pay. Maybe not significantly, but a little bit. They do so much and people need to think about what would happen if they weren't around. However, I don't think this will happen. Our society is so focused on making the most money that many businessmen or CEOs or companies will don't care what happens to their workers, they just want the money. So I think we need to put a pressure on them. Uh, as a society so that we will raise their pay. I then interviewed my father, who now works from home because of his cor- because of the coronavirus outbreak. He is the chief information officer or CIO for the city of Denver. And um, I'm going to ask him about like what how he's been affected, what he thinks about all this. First question I asked was, how is working from home, how is working from home affected the way you do things? He replied, I'm using collaboration technology like Microsoft Teams to meet with people virtually and organize work. We have increased the amount of employee communication to offset the loss of being physically together. I then asked, have you experienced difficulty performing your job since quarantine? He said, yes, but not too much. It's harder to check in on people and see how they're doing. In some ways, it's harder to collaborate. I then asked, do you think people with essential jobs, delivery workers, grocery workers, etc should receive more pay after this pandemic he said no many people were more severely impacted like those who lost their jobs with limited resources they should be the ones who get most in terms of safety net but i think this is a clarion call for universal payer health care from then i asked what should our mindset be as a country in order to overcome this pandemic he replied We need to strike the right balance between living life and pursuing our livelihoods and happiness versus being safe and protecting the most vulnerable. Not everyone had to live by the least common denominator. I take meds and eat nutritious foods to protect myself from heart problems. That doesn't mean everyone has to. For our elderly, elderly, there's an even tougher choice between dignified living versus life expectancy. He then recommended I should read a book called Being Mortal by Altu Gawande. I don't know if I'll read it, but anyway, thank you for listening to my podcast today and my special feature, my father. Uh, I hope you enjoyed it and you should tune in next week for another podcast. See ya.